You're listening to the Bay Christian Family Church Podcast. Praise God as you open your Bible, 2 Kings chapter 4. 2 Kings chapter 4. How many of you are this morning? Now, if you could not make this morning, please go and watch it. It is on our live stream platforms. It's on our social media. It'll be on podcast soon. And then it is a very important foundation. Uh, we are created in the image of God. And God has placed us into this natural realm, but He fully intended for us to live in this natural realm as He does. He said, let us make man in our image and according to our likeness, let them have dominion. So the same way God operates, expects for us to operate. God never planned for you to suffer. God never planned for you to struggle. When He gave the earth to Adam, He had every provision. He lacked nothing. It was in His Son that the blessing was removed. And as a result, God says, now you're in the curse. And as a result, to produce anything, it's gonna require sweat and toil, struggling, pain. That's not God's design, it's the absence of His blessing. But praise God, Jesus came, paid the price. In fact, when He walked in the earth, He demonstrated that kingdom. And He constantly showed how the kingdom should operate. And He did it on purpose. He did it on purpose. You don't get Jesus ever trying something, say, well, let me just keep confessing the Scriptures and let's see if this will work later. No, if He spoke, He got it. Now, some people will say, well, but that's Jesus. How many of you believe that God is able? Able to do what? God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above. That's three words in a row. Do you think he's trying to get something across to us? God is able to do exceedingly. Abundantly, above. I had somebody once say to me, they said, you know, I hear how you teach and they, they were trying to compliment me. You know, they were saying, you teach in balance. And then they mentioned a script, a person, a preacher. I won't mention his name because that's not relevant here. But he said, what about this preacher? Don't you think that is a little over the top? Don't you think that's over the top? So I'm always aware when somebody starts to criticize a preacher because that, that's not our place. I may not always agree with somebody, but I'm not calling them out. So I went quiet because I always want to hear what the Holy Spirit says. I can answer you in the flesh and you might not like it. You won't always like what Jesus says either. But... I want to make sure I'm covered by Him. I went quiet. I said, Lord, what's the answer? And he, I heard in my spirit, define top. 
Define top. What's your top? Because for some people, top is just having two cars. You got two cars. This guy's believing for a bicycle. Do you really need two cars? <laughs> Maybe that's over the top. Come on. What do you need a dishwasher for? You could wash your own dishes. Save the money. Give that money to the poor. Come on. I'm, 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 being, I'm being real with you because people have challenged me when we've done stuff. They said, shouldn't that money be given to the poor? Hang on. I know someone who asked that question. When a lady came and put expensive perfume on Jesus' feet. And they said, couldn't that have been given to the poor? See, it's not new. Same devils. If you're challenging what I have, because it could have been given to the poor, but then what about that extra pair of shoes in your cupboard? See, where does top start? But let's say you take this person, you say, you could have given that to poor. Okay, let's find out what they are giving to the poor. Are you giving that yet? And I'll challenge anybody. Those people that usually ask that question, they haven't given anything to the poor. Are you with me? So be very cautious with the limitations because the moment you set a top, you've limited yourself to the three dimensions. God is able to do exceedingly, not just above, exceedingly, abundantly, above what you can ask or think. So just for a moment, think what is the top. You can only think in three dimensions. And you've already, God's exceedingly abundantly about that. Anytime you can think something, you're never going to limit God with that thought. So I just learned to stop limiting Him. I just said, God, blow the top off. I, you, I'm, I'm ready to walk in that fourth dimension. I fully expect the supernatural all the time. All the time. Yeah, there was a woman in 2 Kings chapter 4, a certain woman of the wives of the son of the prophets cried out to Elisha saying, your servant, my husband is dead. And you know your servants fear the Lord. Now the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. You can imagine the heartache of a mother. She's gonna lose her children because her husband got into financial debt. Family, the devil works hard on you to get to suppress us. I've done it before. We talk about prosperity, five aspects of prosperity, spirit, soul, body, social, and financial. They all are important aspects of prosperity. I don't care if someone's got 10 million rand in the bank, if they're not born again, 
that's a poor man with a lot of money. He's spiritually poor. Your most important is to be born again. That's prosperity. Don't just think prosperity is money. Once they saved, you want to renew your mind. Beloved, I pray that you prosper in all things, be in health, even as your, your mind, your mind, will, and emotions, soul prosperity. And then your physical body, your healing, your family, the people around you, being able to relate to one and have good relationships. And then finances, they are important. I don't have time to do it tonight, but what I do is I usually say, how many of you need to be born again? There may be a few people hanging there, tiger. We'll have an altar call just now. We'll sort that one out. But the majority here already saved. And if you had to say, okay, my soul, it is well with my soul. Maybe you need help in the mental realm. We'll pray for you. There may be a few hands. And so I go through the five categories. Then I get to finances. How many of you have been in the last three months, six months, challenged financially? Can you put your hand up? Just put your hand up. Don't be ashamed. Don't be shy. Look around. Look around you. Look in the canvases. Isn't that interesting? I said, isn't that interesting? That is one area where Jesus said, Watch who you're serving. Because you cannot serve God and mammon. That demonic spirit that controls people's perception of finances is put on an equal plane with God in terms of serving. Someone can give as much passion to mammon as they would if they're born again giving that passion to God. And you've got to choose your God. So the enemy's learned. If he wants to cause trouble, he just has to put the financial screws on. Anyone that knows Janine and me, we are passionately in love with each other. Sometimes it frustrated the family, like you guys, can you each sit on your own chair? <laughs> when we first started going out. We, we, we love each other and it's just grown stronger and stronger through the years. Nothing can separate us. Even as unsaved, we said divorce is not welcome in this home. We did that as unsaved people. And yet we were this close to getting divorced. The only reason, financial pressure. It wasn't us. It was the fun because we didn't know how to deal with it. God never expected you to struggle. He's blessed you with every blessing. He's given you all things pertaining to life and godliness. But you see the problem where we have the biggest challenge? Most of the world, most of the church world even, don't want their pastors talking about it. Are you that prosperity preacher? Talk about anything. But don't talk about getting people free. See, there are many that have a form of godliness, but they deny the power. God wants you blessed. You are blessed, but He wants it to manifest 
in your freedom. He doesn't want you thinking about money and how you're going to pay this and pay that. He doesn't want you sweating over these things. In fact, Jesus said, what are you worrying about? What are you going to eat? What are you going to drink? What are you going to wear? Gentiles worry about that. Those without covenant. But if you seek first the kingdom of God, His righteousness, all these things will be added to you. Her husband was under financial stress, racked up a bunch of bills, and then he died. Now the creditors want her son. So Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? What do you have in your house? Interesting question. Why would he ask her? She just said, I'm about to lose my kids. Okay, so what do you have? See, this is where people don't understand the realm of the kingdom of God. You're preaching this to poor people. Yes, this woman is about to lose her children. Anyone, yeah, about to have their children taken away by by the state or anyone. So we're not there yet. Are you with me? Why would he ask, what do you have? She's already identified this is a man of God. She's probably not aware of this term because it's something I've introduced recently and it's something we understand. But this man saw into the fourth dimension. And he knows there's a principle. There's a law that activates that dimension. Anything that's created in this earth, anything that's produced comes out of a seed. Jesus said in Mark 4, 26, the whole kingdom operates as if a man sows a seed. Your existence in this earth is because of a seed. Everything you know was implanted through a seed. Everything that comes out of you had to be put there first. I won't say you because I'm not talking necessarily about you because maybe you didn't. But if someone loses their temper over what their children did, the children didn't make them lose their temper. That was already in them. The children just applied pressure. But the pressure revealed what was already there. And if you don't like what you're seeing, change the seed. It was a very lazy clap, like, take it like you believe it. 
You can change the sea. If someone's always criticising, always moaning, always upset, the smallest problem can upset their day. Ah, done with this. I can't handle this anymore. And yet you get other people, I can do all things through Christ to strengthen me. A great joy happens. Bring the pressure on. Watch my God in action. Hallelujah. So what's he asking? What's your seed? What do you have in your hand? You want the miracle. You've got the seed. I can give you something. You'll use it and you're going to come to me again tomorrow. I want to activate something in your life. So she says the obvious. I've already told you. Your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. And she said, he said, go borrow vessels. I don't have anything. I've got a little bit of oil. That's enough. That is enough. I don't need you to have a bank full of money. I don't need you to have a whole cupboard full of stuff. I don't, you can be on your last, but you have something. I remember when Janine and I were learning these things, there were days we didn't have anything. Everything was gone, no money left. There wasn't even change in the cubbyhole. We already used all the coins that lie in the car. But I saw the offering coming. I'm not putting nothing in there. I used to grab, you know, that last little button at the end of the, I pulled the button off, put it in an envelope, and I put that in. Ever since then, people have been giving me clothes. They say, I'll buy you a suit, I'll buy it. Now, we don't need a bucket full of buttons. The principle is, you've got something. You've got something. So he says, go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbours, empty vessels. Now listen, do not gather just a few. This man has seen the realm of the kingdom. He's seen into the fourth dimension. There is no limit to that dimension. Don't limit God. Your vessels are what gonna limit God. <laughs> Don't limit. Don't limit. And when you've come in, Shut the door behind you. You don't need doubt and unbelief to get in the way now. You don't want some neighbour coming in. What are you doing? Oh, I'm pouring oil. Really? You only got one cup of oil? Oh, the prophet said, I'm just, oh, that, that man of God, I, I know, I've heard about him and his church and all those. I, I know, yeah, yeah, I know. He just, you know, um, and, he, and he does and he, and he wants and he doesn't and he, uh, I know about him. 
You don't need that family. Shut the door. Shut the door. Choose your friends wisely. Many have a form of godliness, deny the power from such. Turn away. Pour it into all those vessels vessels, and set aside the full ones. So she went from him. She shut the door behind her and her sons. They brought vessels to her and she poured it out. 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 Where's this oil coming from? She poured it out. She looks, there's more. She pours the next one. She looks, there's more. She pours the next Where's this oil coming from? I mean, there's only one part, but every time she fills another part, she looks, there's more oil. And she fills another part and she looks, there's more. Where's this oil coming from? If you're only looking in three dimensions, you're going to see one pot, one oil. As long as she refused to, the man of God said, she kept pouring, kept pouring, kept pouring. And it came to pass when the vessels were full, she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there's not another vessel. So, the oil ceased. God didn't stop it. I put it to you. If there was one more pot, it would have filled. If she could find another cup, it would be full. Why did it stop? No more vessels. Family God, you are entering a season of overflow oil. I'm declaring a season of overflow oil. Prepare your vessels. Prepare your vessels. Get your vessels ready. Not a few. Not a few. Not a few, not a few. God can only go as far as what you give Him vessels to fill. Overflow oil. Overflow oil. Am you ready for this? Remember Jesus went out one day and he said to Peter, may I borrow your boat? Everybody say vessel. He gets into the boat, he preaches the gospel. Jesus is demonstrating the kingdom. Think about this. Peter's the businessman. The boat represents his business. He's got a platform, but he didn't have the message. Jesus has the message, but he didn't have the platform. You bring the preacher, the priest, 
and the businessman, the king, together. The businessman supplies the platform. Jesus preaches the message. Jesus, demonstrating the kingdom, knows we've just tapped into the fourth dimension. You've opened a door here. So when he's done preaching, he says to Peter, it's time to bring in the exceedingly abundantly above. Throw out your net. Three-dimensional thinking. We fished all night and we got nothing. What's he saying? The fish aren't biting. There's no fish in this lake. If there are, they're over on the other side somewhere or they're deep down. There's no fish here. (sighs) Nevertheless, at your word, if you have spoken, there's something about to happen that goes exceedingly abundantly above what I'm seeing in the three dimensions. We will throw out our nets and they do that. Next moment, there are fish showing up in such abundance that were not there five minutes ago. Now they're showing up. Where are they coming from? And I mean, they're loading the nets. They're putting it in. It's in the boat. They throw the net out and they fill their boat and they throw the net out. Now the boat's starting. And he says, and they call their neighbors, their partners, bring your boat. They bring their boat and they fill their boat. And next moment, that boat's beginning to sink. And they call the other partners and these boats are sinking. Where are these fish coming from? I put it to you, if there was one more boat, it would have filled up. You're never going to outboat God. Their limitation was how many boats they had. Get your vessels ready, family. I said, get your vessels ready. Oh, what's my vessel? That you need to ask the Holy Spirit. It may be opening that business you've been dreaming about. It may be creating that investment account. It may be preparing that, that, that office. It may be getting ready. When we were trying to fall pregnant and the doctors told us no one, that neither one of us can have children. We went to the Word of God, the constitution of the fourth dimension. And it said, that I will have children so abundantly that I will leave an inheritance to my children's children. And Janine went out and she bought baby clothes. What's she doing? Getting her vessels ready. She got baby powder. Put it on the baby, grow like there's a baby in there. See, she doesn't have to see the baby to see the baby. Because when she sees the unseen, that which is unseen comes on the scene. 
And she would take her baby grow every day. And she would smell her baby. And she would hold her baby. Long before. Now anyone else may think that's crazy. But she had her vessels ready. All the clothes were ready. The nest was built. We had the whole, everything was ready, contained. And all Brittany had to do was show up. Brittany didn't shock us. She didn't arrive like, where am I going to sleep tonight? What am I going to eat? What am I going to wear? She had no worries. Why? The vessels were ready. Prepare your vessels. The man of God has spoken. Not a few. Prepare your vessels. Not a few. <laughs> Prepare <laughs> your vessels. Not a few. I'm we are, where are we now? October, November, December. We are two and a half months away from the end of the year. We're hitting expand. We are hitting expand. It is, uh, uh, come on. We've gone through the enhance. We've gone through eliminate. We are in expansion phase. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's stand to your feet and give your Jesus some praise tonight. Come on, give Him glory. Praise Him like you believe it. Praise Him like you know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prepare your vessels, not a few. Find your vessels, go, go. Even if you have to ask neighbors, not a few. That was the instruction, not a few. Why? Because he knew what was coming. I know what's coming. Hallelujah. Ooh. Ah, thank you, Jesus. I see oil flowing in abundance. More fish than you can contain.